0: welcome back to a love like this podcast we are so glad you are here join us as we share the stories memories and messages that help shape not just our lives but the lives of our incredible guests together with some of our amazing friends inspirations and teachers we bring you stories of faith journeys life lessons and advice all centered around building an abundant life you have a place here you have a purpose here so here we go So this week on the podcast, we sat down and we spoke about my all-time favorite book, Rhythms of Renewal, written by Rebecca Lyons.
1: I I literally think it's your favorite book.
0: It is. I read it twice. Did you read it in one year? I'm going to read it. Yeah. In the same year. I'm going to read it a third time as well.
1: Yeah. I read it in December. So I was pretty Same. close to the end of the year, actually. Only after you literally forced it down my throat and said, you have to read this book. And I forced it down
0: a lot of pit. Like I got you to read it. We got dad to read it. I went to a store with my best friend to get her a copy of it. And then our other best friend has it as well.
1: Yeah. It's a really good book. True. It breaks kind of life down, I guess, into these four main rhythms. Paige, you know them off by heart. Come on.
0: Uh, rest, Restore, Connect, and Create.
1: Rest, Restore, Connect, and Create. And they're broken down into input and output rhythms. So this was an episode me and Abby came up with and we kind of wanted to launch the season with it because it's obviously the start of a new year, but it's also the start of kind of a new chapter for the podcast as well. And it's mm. it's the way that we're kind of approaching a lot of the things that we're doing here and, and in our own personal lives. So we mm. thought it'd be really applicable and we just wanted to share with you guys what our thoughts were on the book and kind of how we're applying it to our lives. It's kind of
0: like a, uh, a book club. A book club? That you listen to. It almost feels like this episode is a book club. (laughs) With all that being said, we hope you guys enjoy this conversation that's coming up on Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons. So one of the things that we were just talking about before recording was let's live 2021 without resolutions, but instead with rhythms. So um, the timing of, of all of us reading this was perfect because we read them right before 2021. So basically... Rebecca breaks down this book into two parts, input rhythms and output rhythms. Within the input rhythms, it's rest and restore. And then in the output rhythms, it's connect and create. So the story behind it is that 10 years ago, Rebecca and her family um, and her husband, Gabe, and all her kids, they moved to New York City. um, And she was caught in a tumultuous season of panic disorder where she was just having continuous panic attacks. So she believes that God called her into that season so that she could, I guess, establish these rhythms and live and walk in these rhythms. Um, and she says that these rhythms saved her life basically. And God met her within these rhythms. So I figured we would get into each rhythm within detail, figure out how we're going to establish them and um, live them out within 2021.
1: Love it. I love how you kept mentioning live out because that's the biggest difference, right? Mm -hmm. Is that like resolutions are these things that you hope to achieve or things that you put a a date and a timestamp on, but the rhythms of renewal are more of a lifestyle choice. You know, it's about really taking the time to look at your life and make the adjustments and and make the changes to to be more fulfilled and more peaceful. And I think Rebecca actually talks about the input rhythms, like bringing you closer to God and the output rhythms, like putting that out into the world.
0: Um, Well, I'd love to go through the chapters. Yeah, you're like the rhythms,
1: like – what do you call a a girl? How many when copies of this
0: book do we have in the house? Like, a, lot, a, lot, a lot. A lot. I think i read this book twice and it took me a week to read it last year. But I didn't
1: realise you enjoyed it that much.
0: It's so good. Oh, it's so good. It's so it's good so book. good. Yeah. So <laughs> we have the whole idea of these rhythms is about how you can take charge of your emotional um and mental health. So mm-hmm. basically in the rest rhythm, the first chapter is take inventory. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca mm-hmm. talks about reflecting and journaling. Now what's crazy is because before I read this book I felt like I was doing rhythms without even knowing rhythms existed true and so when i read this book i was like i do that i do that
1: that's why i think you true like this book so much have you ever heard of it? it's so confirmation bias no, it's no. Like when you look for things that <laughs> prove things you believe oh yeah and you're like okay coffee in the morning yes oh. but-
0: no, Make but I think it all yes. – well, like, to be realistic, like, I thought I was crazy when I experienced panic disorder. I thought mm. I was, like, the only person in the entire world. And then mm. when I heard Rebecca on um, Bob Goff's podcast, I was like, wait, I'm not alone. Mm. And so I yeah, picked yeah. up this book and – yeah. I
1: think that's one thing she did really well, actually, was, like, to describe her – like panic attacks really, really well. Like yeah. I, I actually found that I understood what she was trying to put across because I never really understood it. But especially when she was talking about at the start, when she was like locked in that bathroom, yes. I was like, oh my God, that We're is there. literally how I would probably yes. react to that yeah. situation. And
0: the thing about it as well is um, the tagline, is that I what Spoilers. Called? The tagline, spoilers, oh, spoilers <laughs> for the book, but the tagline under the book is like trading a life of stress, stress and, and anxiety and for a life of, life of peace and, and purpose. purpose. And- Basically, I was watching one of her IGTVs, which I watch about, oh my gosh, I feel like once a day. Um, And she talks about how in order for us to walk in freedom of a life of flourishing, Mm. living out these rhythms, there needs to be boundaries. And that's Mm. why she set these rhythms. So she used that analogy of let's just say there's a playground of kids. She said that scientists like have proven that if there is no fence around the recess playground, Mm -hmm. kids will actually come together and not move. They won't play. Kind of just just, like ponder around together closer mm -hmm. to Closer to one another, right? But then put a fence and a boundary around that playground – They can run around, they'll play, they'll Um, be creative because mm -hmm. they know their boundaries and the guidelines of how they That's like what these rhythms are. It's like living in constraint and Mm -hmm. those boundaries that you can actually live in freedom within within those constraints. Yeah. So in The rest rhythm, because I love that rest is the first one that was super intentional Yeah, that Rebecca and Gabe talk about a lot is because life happens when you start from a posture of rest. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that can be very like misinterpreted in life these days is that rest comes after Mm. you Mm -hmm. do all these others. But no, Mm -hmm. it starts off with a posture of rest. I think she said it was a four out of five people burn out. Yeah, there's a reason and why people get stressed and like they yeah. they live their life full of stress and anxieties because they don't rest. They feel like 77% of our population experiences symptoms of stress while depression and loneliness are on the rise. Yeah, that's right. And so these are like weapons yeah it's it's crazy
1: but i guess like the the way i interpreted rest was about how can you be proactive in stopping that from happening as opposed to just being this endless cycle of getting stressed then burnt out then okay i've been burnt out for a week time to get stressed again yeah exactly it's it's actually like Mm. getting in a position where you're ready to take on the stresses that come with this world
0: and it happens, like, we'll talk about constraints again. Like, that's what these rhythms really are, is because if you're living outside of the boundaries, you don't even know where center is anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's why how, and how cool is it that, like, Rebecca is referencing how God is the one inviting us to walk in a cadence with him. Mm. So cool. To, I was listening to an episode on their podcast called Rhythms for Life. And they had, I forget his name, but they were talking about how everything in the universe is in rhythm. Mm. Like the waves come in and out, Mm -hmm. the sun comes up and goes Uh, down. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. So um, in In rest, rest, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) In rest, in the rest rhythm, Mm -hmm. it's, The first chapter is taking inventory and she asks us the questions, what confused, um, what's right, what's wrong, what's missing and what's confused in our lives. Mm.
1: And I don't know about like you guys or I don't know if I've spoken about it on the podcast much, but like I'm a bit of a a minimalist in the way that I like (laughs) to think about things. Mm -hmm. And the biggest way to to start, I guess, a journey in middle start a journey of minimalism mm-hmm. is to, to look at everything you own and everything you have and ask mm-hmm. yourself a set of questions. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca just applies this to the general nature of life.
0: It's true she does. I love how um, I think it's might be the first one about um, – the starting a morning with a coffee and a pen and, and journal. I think that's in get quiet Oh, some, yeah, Yeah. Get quiet. Well, it's still in the rest rhythm because like what Paige was saying before, if we can sort of like establish this idea of starting out our day and going back to center, which is rest mm. with whatever that looks like. If it, if it is spending time with God in the morning, that's it for you. If it's, I don't know, meditating in the morning, that's it for you as well. Mm -hmm. But starting your day within a posture of rest so then that way you can go out knowing where center is like and everything else. Would you mind if
1: I share kind of a little bit what taking inventory for my life looks like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, because I think you girls have spoken about how you love journaling in the morning, especially like that's a part of your routine, your quiet time. And that's how you kind of gear up for rest. But for me, I've recently been doing this thing hopefully I'm going to be doing it for, you know, indefinitely. But I started it this year and um, I can't remember the author that put it forth, but it's called Homework for Life. And Mm. it's pretty much this idea that every single day you just take a couple of minutes to write down what the most story worthy moment of your day was. And originally I did this because I wanted to start remembering more Mm. of my life. Like Mm. I I had this really weird innate fear that I'm going to forget my life. You Mm. know, it's, it's kind of sad and it's a bit terrifying. So I figured, okay, if I'm at least writing down one story worthy moment of my day, then um then I'll remember more. But I put a bit of a twist on it um actually, and instead of asking myself what the most story worthy moment was, I actually asked myself this question: If tomorrow I woke up in heaven and God asked me to tell him about my day, what story worthy moment would I share? Mm. And then I also write down what I'm grateful for. And the biggest thing about that is it re-centers me to the things that I'm grateful for, not just, ah, oh, I bought the PS5 on pre-order today and <laughs> it was awesome you yeah. know? because in like the grand scheme of things that's super irrelevant. yeah. And so when I'm taking inventory of my life and my day, I'm really putting myself in that position of what was the first question, like what's right and um is it what's wrong? Yeah. yeah. So I ask myself like those questions and then in between that I kind of think to myself like, okay, well, where's the middle ground? You know, what was mm-hmm. so good and what was – either so bad that it was like truly story worthy Mm. and that's kind of how I take inventory of my life and my day
0: one of the things that I heard um, Tim Tebow say on a podcast with Bob Goff the other day was he said having the perspective of what truly matters throughout your day is what matters Mm. hey guys Paige here we hope you're enjoying this episode so far we just wanted to take a quick minute to let you know for the month of February us four kids are going to be giving away a copy of our favourite book each week to help celebrate the launch of season two. To kickstart, I'm gonna be giving away Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons. Make sure you head over to alovelikethis.info forward slash subscribe to join our mailing list and enter. Winners will be announced each Saturday. We hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay, moving on through the rest rhythm because there's four of these, so. going to speed it up a little bit. The next one is tech detox, silence the noise. And Rebecca talks about how important it is to take technology detox. She actually talks about this story that she was um, driving and she was looking at a sunset and her immediate reaction was to just grab her phone and take a picture, but she didn't have her phone. And so she was like, you know what? I'm actually not going to take a photo of this. I'm just going to keep it to mm. myself. Mm. She says, "Um, th- I love this chapter. This was one of my favorite chapters. She said one of the things that she learned, I don't remember how, I think it may have been six months she got off social media. One of the things that she loved during that time was that she felt like her her mind got opened back up again to dream and to journey and to go back to center without having the rest of the like the noise of the world. Um, so the tech detox chapter is literally about silencing noise and mm-hmm. that you don't always need to share everything. And I think we've spoken about that a tonne um, on this podcast with social media and everything like that. Um, but it's true. And it also helps you have better sleep routine. Wait, this it's is true, so cool. You Are
1: you wanting to do that more this year?
0: Yeah. Yes. Like not
1: not so much as take social media detox yes. and things, but just slowly start to remove yeah. it a bit more from your she, life.
0: Um, Rebecca, I just read. Yeah, you're doing that right now.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I, I removed Facebook and Instagram from my phone mm. just because I, it's so weird, guys. I found myself, as soon as I deleted it, I replaced the little icon on my home screen with my alarm app. That's a similar color. <laughs> I have clicked on my alarm app about 45 times today. It is the most habitable, most routine thing. And once you like take yourself away from that, you just become more mindful. So I'm not trying to get rid of Instagram or get rid of Facebook. I'm just trying to be more intentional in the way Mm. that I use it. And so Mm, for me, that's having like just on my computer, but that's really what I'm trying to do this coming year. That's good. This is so cool.
0: So like this whole chapter, um, Rebecca dives into how like the effects of a social media fast Mm. and how like you develop better sleep. She began to dream again, like with a journal and pen in her hand. Mm. And she added this quote in. She adds a quote in at the beginning of all her chapters. And this one's from Andy Crouch. And it says, we are continually being nudged by our devices toward a set of choices. The question is whether those choices are leading us to the life we actually want. Yes, I love, that. I love what she says in one of her IGTV lives. She says that, we have every single day our phones are used as a distraction to us. Mm. Like we're getting these worldly nudges being like, oh, like you want to reply to this, you want to be in on those comments or you want to see what that person's doing with Mm -hmm. their lives. And it's these continuous Mm. nudges that gets us to distract and numb us out out of our own personal lives. But then you also have like the nudges of like God being like, come rest with me, come Mm. find peace with me. This is where you can establish joy and find life. And she also, this is in correlation to the story that I was saying before about the sunset. She literally writes like, you are worthy to receive something beautiful and you don't have to share it. Mm. After reading this book, I wrote a document called my 2021, where basically I just kind of wanted somewhere that I could go back to every single day to remind me of what I want this year to look like. I have my word of the year and then I have my goals, but then I also wrote out a document called my rhythms of renewal. So I've taken each rhythm and I've written down things that I can be doing. So like, what does my morning routine look like? How can I connect with people? And Mm. it's super detailed. It's really fitted to me. So that's, Another thing that I did that was super helpful. Was having um, it like
1: only one place, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Having only one place and breaking it down to be like, okay, like that's how Rebecca does it. This yeah. is how I'm going to do it.
1: And that's a massive difference between like most people who set like resolutions, mm. like in their life is there's like they write down one tiny list and they never interact with it ever again, except when they check it off. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you have something that you can refer back to every day, it helps guide like your decisions.
0: And something good, like something really good. Mm. Um, and then there's the restore rhythm yeah so how restore- do we live a life from <sighs> vitality yes this is like my favorite this was one of my favorite because um one of the things that restore says like the f- one of the first chapters is knowing your identity and it's about pulling time out to establish like who god has made you to be what are the things that make you you
1: is this the chapter where she talks about play yes Commission uh, oh, yeah, okay. to, yeah. to play this is my favorite thing the horse the riding mm-hmm. mine too the
0: horseback riding yeah that. This oh, is In um. What's so this is, is Lost Valley Range. This is my favorite one because I actually didn't think about um, the capability that I have in order to like work hard, make money, then pay for like little adventures this year. Mm-hmm. Like I just I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Because I'm such a like I love being at home. But um, like what we were saying about um, permission to play in Rebecca's book, mm. she says giving up control, making spontaneous plans, and enjoying the day without having any expectations.
1: Yeah, I have the best example of this. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It was Halloween last year.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: So it was one of those things that like it wasn't planned. It wasn't expensive. It wasn't this big grand adventure. But we like woke up. Well, it wasn't even. It was like 10 o'clock the night before. Yes. And Abby and Paige had decorated like our cool Ben room, became like, oh, a
0: little kid again. All spooky. Well, That's, that's what the
1: whole thing's about. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I had this assignment due and all this work today. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm <laughs> just going to not think about it. Just leave it till next week. Like mm-hmm. right now, like I'm going to be a kid. Like I'm going to mm-hmm. enjoy this. And we went, like, all yeah. out. All out. I honestly, I wrote it down as being my, one of my favorite days of my whole life yeah. because I just – I was so present in mm. every single thing yeah. that I did. And I think people need to start bringing that more into their day. Like, and be a kid again. Like, that's when exactly, you lose
0: Like yeah. this is what shakes my brain a little bit and rattles me to the core. When do you lose that? Like, <laughs> mm, what Maria Goff says, she's like, you're not supposed to lose that eight-year-old self. Like, you're supposed to bring that mm. with you in mm. your life. That's true. So true. true. Because – it's like, why are we taking life so seriously? I never want to grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I know I have responsibilities that will allow me to grow up, but I'd want that kid. Like the other day, dad had his sprinklers out there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm so tempted to go running those sprinklers. <laughs> and I did. He got mad nice. at me, but I did it anyway. Oh, Wait, Jesus. and then she talks <laughs> about Jesus, like eating that? smart, how you know eating healthy is important yeah. as well, and then also using the workout pants, like actually going for a walk and working out. <laughs> and this is like that. not just going to the. No, but it's crazy because so, yeah. well, how many <laughs> actually, people just them. think like, oh, yeah. I just want to get fit, I just want to look ripped and toned. Yeah. But yeah. it's actually like, it's like the like a, mental yeah. side yeah. of things is so important because yeah. you know that you yeah, when you walk and work out and stuff, you get endorphins. And I would encourage people to listen to really like allow yourself to have permission to play this year, um, to eat smart mm. because you forget that like Rebecca talks about how your gut is literally linked to your emotions yeah. and your brain. And there's your science brain. to back that yeah. well. Science to Massive back science. it. It's actually insane. So, and um, Rebecca references like so many cool statistics and research and things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. She does. She did spend a lot of time researching and to seek adventure. I have all like, these things written down, like, Plan camp- camping trips with Ben mm-hmm. <laughs> and like stargaze with dad, go on hikes with Mum. watch a sunrise and a sunset. This was one of my biggest takeaways from Rebecca's book was she talks about, um, I forget what it's called. She said that God was so intentional when he made the circadian rhythm mm-hmm. because a sunrise, I didn't know this, but apparently like it shook me to my core. Mm. And then when I told Ben, he's like, yeah. And I didn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. But I <laughs> basically I had no idea. When the sun rises, it releases blue light to tell your body to mm. wake up. And then when the sun sets, it releases red light that releases melatonin yeah. in your body to make you go to sleep. It's a, it's a and body then clock. How your phone, gone? like, tries to do that. It tries and to do it. Yeah. Well, that's okay.
1: like, like when you're out camping is you wake up so much more naturally without an alarm. Yeah, Because like you're more flooded with natural light at certain yeah.
0: times. Mm, mm. Um, and then the connect rhythm, this is like our social life. So yeah. how we're doing with friendships and mm. community.
1: I thought this was really important for me, actually.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love I love the chapter, Open Porch Policy.
1: Yeah, I love that too. So good. I think mm. one of the biggest things that I struggled with, especially in recent years when I've been like incredibly busy, busy with university and things like that is making a lot of time to be a good friend. Mm. And that's really hard when you have like so many people in your life that care about you is you Mm. feel like you can't give it back all the time. It's like, I'm blessed because I have Beck and I can give her as much like love and energy as possible. Mm -hmm. But then like, what about my other friends who care about me a lot? You know? And so one of the things that I took away from this book was like, be the friend that you wish you had, you know? And I always ask myself, why is this person like acting like that? Or why aren't they starting more conversations with me? Or or why aren't we spending more time together? And then you reflect on yourself and it's like, oh, I'm not doing the same. Like, I'm not asking them to do X, Y, Z or to, or to hang out or, mm. or to cook food together or whatever it is. You know? I,
0: yeah, I felt convicted doing that as well this year. I'm like, wow, actually, sometimes I can't be a good friend. You know what I mean? Mm. That's why I've been so much more intentional with like yeah. going my favorite thing to do right now. I mean, I haven't gone for a few days, but is for whatever reason, I love calling people when I go on walks. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I've never done that. I thought that was a laundry. (laughs) (laughs) She not only talks about like friendships in this chapter, she also talks about like marriage and like loving the one that you're with and things like that. Okay. Create rhythm. Like God created. This is really important. This is like your vocational life. So like using the gifts and talents that God Mm -hmm. has given you and being intentional about them. She talks about, Dreaming again, like working with your hands, recovering your passions. Recovering your passions, yeah. learning something new and saying yes to new opportunities yeah. and taking risks mm-hmm. and taking care of something and making memories. Yeah. yeah. It's all so good.
1: You would know what hit home? What? what? Memories aren't made from to-do lists. That's good.
0: Oh yeah. yeah you told me that. I remember pretty that.
1: Pretty certain it was in Connected. I am like <laughs> so guilty of this. It's like, all right, date with Beck on the calendar. Check. Check. Did that mm-hmm. yesterday. And it's like, no. Nah. No. Like that memories are made right now. Yeah. I'm not like
0: that though, but I think I need to get better at being more organized with like to do lists and reminders and stuff, because I really do like, I start the day without sort of any expectations. I'm like, Mm. Oh, I've like, I have this on today, but I'm never like, what do I have to do today? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Why are you laughing?
0: Mia just stuck her head in the window. (laughs) 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 I told her
1: she has to start work late.
0: (laughs) She's so funny. The <laughs> See, guys,
1: this is the, the issue with being a, a family podcast is <laughs> there's three other there's people in this people family everywhere. who just Dad, come Dad, and go, Dad was say hi.
0: golf balls out there before. Chatting to the neighbours. Chatting to the neighbours. Neighbor.
1: We've got birds chirping.
0: Mum hanging up the laundry. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that that was a really big one is just that memories aren't made from from to-do lists. But the other thing, I actually think the book ends with this when she's talking about her son Cade oh, and, the, yeah. and the life and the happiness that he brings to other people just by smiling. And I feel like like God gives us lots of talents, whether it's podcast editing or, mm. or speaking or whatever it is, but he also taught us and gave us the gift of smiling. It's mm-hmm. true. You know, it's those tiny little Even things. Even like
0: in the connector Rhythm where she talks about hugging all around and how yeah. physical touch, like if you hold a, a hug for five seconds, it releases happy hormones. Oh, it's like when you hold a puppy. <laughs> yeah. I
1: literally dreamt of that. I dreamt I was cradling Paris for oh, some reason. Oh, <laughs> my I heart.
0: had a dream she got run over the other night. <laughs> oh, so. don't say that. I know. It was so sad. That's sad. But it's true. It all comes down to making memories. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. this mm-hmm. book is just so good. I've read it twice. I know.
1: Yeah, And I, I'm
0: probably going to read it a third time. Like we
1: said, time. The, the reason why we wanted to do a bit of an episode on this is like we are coming into a new year and we're all trying to make changes and adjust and, and things like that and just having that idea that what is it? Re- resolution? No, rhythms. Rhythms over, over resolu-
0: resolu- That's something that Rebecca said because resolutions, like, what is it? seriously yeah, like fallible? Uh, like, and rhythms over resolutions. resolutions. Yeah,
1: rhythms over resolutions. Yeah, I hate news yeah. resolutions.
0: So do I. Do I you know, know what? I've ever they been a resolution They're so present. like up in the air. They're just like. Well, they make the gym busy. In your head. <laughs> <They make laughs> I hate it i at the
1: gym and all of a sudden there's all these random. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but
0: like in July it's empty. That's what I was going to say because nobody sticks to their resolutions. But if you like what Rebecca says, break a sweat. This is like your life. like. I love
1: what you said when you set up the fences like around Mm -hmm. your life and you set up the boundaries then you have the freedom to act you have the freedom to flourish like you
0: literally have the freedom to flourish within those boundaries it makes perfect sense and Mm. after reading this book In December, I actually like was super, she talks about taking them seriously and I took Mm. them super seriously. I haven't been great like the start of this year, but I'm starting to get back into it. Um, But again, it's just about having grace for yourself. But during the two weeks, I think it was, where I was like crazy about them. I'm like, what am I doing for my rest rhythm today? And then Mm. restore, working out every day, fueling myself with good food, connecting with my friends. It was literally like the most rewarding mm. time. Yes. Yeah. Well,
1: it's kind of hard. Like when I was reading the book, I wasn't really taking it as in like, I have to do these four things every single day to, mm. to, to live like a meaningful life. For me, it was more enveloped. Like it was more like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm in a stage of rest right now. Okay. Now it's time to come out of that stage of rest and start, you know, restoring it. The mm-hmm. timelines differed when I was reading it. Like sometimes yeah. for her, it seemed like that happened in a day. By the time she was jumping a couple of years in between these different yeah, things. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Some,
0: some. One of the things that she says is like, I mean, it's it's never like like you need to do this every single day. It's just a way of mm. imp, like implementing these things within your lifestyle. Yeah. One of the things that she says is that we're always going to be stronger within one of the rhythms. Yeah. So like I know for me, I'm she, great at rest. You have a quiz on her website. Mm. that you can see which one you're lacking in. So I think think rest and restore all the input rhythms I'm really good at. I Mm -hmm. think I can be way more intentional about my create rhythm, Mm -hmm. putting things out into the world. I feel like I don't do that enough. Connect and create.
1: A weekly podcast isn't enough.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I meant like doing like making a scrapbook and (laughs) cooking, learning to cook, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I understand. I'm just really thankful for this book. Yeah. Yeah, same.
1: You loved it so much.
0: Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening into um, a conversation with Ben, Paige and I on Rhythms of Renewal. We hope you guys enjoyed it.
1: I know we, it was a, a bit of a book review slash conversation <laughs> slash self-help starter pack. Yeah, it was but, all over the place. You know, it's Page's favourite book so we had to do an episode on it.
0: Yes, and because we didn't do everything and obviously in detail justice, you'll have to go out and grab your own copy of Rhythms of Renewal. Um, just do it. Trust me, you won't regret it. We are so grateful for you and hope that you gained some encouragement and truth by this remarkable conversation about Rhythms of Renewal.